Hey, hi, it's us. Oh, I forgot, like, we're just recording. Like, it's just... Yeah. Um, hello and welcome back if you've been with us before. Uh, we're the Tough Cut Podcast, and I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. I'm Thirsty Jake today. Thirsty Jake. Wow, 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 wow. thirsty for lots of things. Wow. Stimulation. It's water. mostly water. Yeah, it's mostly Honestly, water. There's a lot of horniness in a lot of these movies. Dude, All of these movies? Vacations are All just kind of kinda horny. This is, a, this is a horny half of the bracket, guys. I'm, yeah. I, I wish it, it wasn't no, as it, taboo. The first to half be was horny. too. It's a horny yeah. bracket. It is just a, a horny, horny bracket. bracket. Wow. We can't be horny at home. In the first half. Can't be horny at home. You gotta be horny when you're away. <laughs> you know what's yeah. really surprising? Honestly, the Goofy movie was pretty horny too. Yeah. Hey, not that we'll surprising. Not that surprising. Um, <laughs> with that said, though, uh, this is episode 112, part two of our vacation movies bracket, um, because the tough cuts on vacation. Mm-hmm. But Matthew and still makes us work. <laughs> of course I do. I'm in, I'm in management, so that's my job. Big management, Matthew. Um, and coming at you in today's episode, we've got Just Go With It versus Total Recall, the 1990 version. Um, and then in the back half of the episode, we've got a goofy movie versus the one I love. Um, so <laughs> I was unhinged for my picks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, feel I mean, I yeah. you're you're right on target, though. They're both vacations. I felt they, inspired. Yeah, both of your movies in this half of the bracket explicitly say we're going on a vacation or you're going to go on a vacation or something like that. Isn't that crazy? I feel good about it. Also, spoiler warning. Uh, we're going to be spoiling these movies. They have some good good things to spoil. Uh, you know, there's a lot of crazy things in it. Uh, the One I Love has a big little twist in it. Total Recall, I guess, technically has twists in it as well. Um, you know? Yeah, the big one comes it does. pretty early. I'd though. say it does. It does, yeah. But oh, still, no, and then the bigger one comes the bigger one. No, yeah. It's got a good twist. It's got, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A goofy movie's post credit scene. Oh, my God. Did you guys wait for that one? That one's pretty big, and we'll talk about it. I mean, yeah, we will. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so let's hop into our first matchup here. I will introduce Just Go With It, released in 2011, I directed by... That <laughs> yeah, this seems, this seems like an Alex pick, huh? Such Doesn't an it? Alex pick. Doesn't it? Such an um, Alex pick. True, this is not a Matthew-coded movie, but yet here we are. Um, <laughs> when we get to the honorable mentions in part four, it'll make a lot more sense, maybe. Sure, sure. Um, directed by Dennis Dugan. Ah, Duggan? World-famous Dennis Duggan. Hey, he's the guy who directs, like, all of the Sandler movies. I know, he's a very like, lucky that Adam Sandler's his friend. <laughs> yeah it, um what is this movie about uh in another classic tale of adam sandler pays to fly all of his friends um to a luxurious location under the guise of filming a movie mm -hmm. um we have a film that follows uh adam sandler a plastic surgeon who um upon having his heart broken by his fiance uh decides to dedicate himself to Sleeping with ladies by pretending to being married. Um, but when he sleeps with a, a young lady of 20 something years of age, um, he realizes he's in love. Um, so he gets his, I don't, his assistant 
it's not clear exactly what role she serves, um, but Jennifer Aniston's character. She wears a medical doctor's coat. That's true. And she's like in the operate uh, in the operating mm-hmm. room. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Anyway, um, Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. pretends to be his ex-wife or soon to be ex-wife um, as they go on this wacky, wild adventure to Hawaii. Go on vacation because they're conned into it by a child. Um, and <laughs> slowly Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston fall in love and realize they know a lot about each other. Um, and they stop the yeah. lies. Spoilers wow. right off the bat. You didn't even have to say that yeah. part of the plot. But you went for it. Yeah, for some reason, I didn't write a summary of this one. I just kind of went for it. If you, you just go tell. with it. You just on, you it, just went with it. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, why did I choose this movie? Um, yeah, I that's a great question. over my picks for this bracket. Um, you literally like stopped us from recording one time because your picks weren't in. And this was one of the picks. <laughs> yeah, this was the um, one you had chosen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I agonized over my picks. Um, lots of uh, spectacular movies hit the cutting room floor. Um, <laughs> and this one. <laughs> Did not. Um, <laughs> so. Um, you're my favorite Enigma, Matthew. Thank you're, you. You're just thank my you. favorite so Enigma. I, I, I pitched, I think, our first Sandler movie with Wedding Singer. So I'm back yet again with another Sandler movie. This wow. time, not a classic, but a, <laughs> a modern romp. Um, and they go to Hawaii. And I don't know. That's just kind of fun. And the idea of being conned by a child is humorous to me even though when i was a younger younger lad and i saw this movie all i could think about was being anxious about spending twenty thousand dollars a day on a hotel room you're like oh man that'd get rid of like a fifth of my savings at the current age of five years old i hate you i <laughs> yeah it provide it was a source of significant consternation as a lad anyway i've talked way too long f- about nothing um so jake what did you think of this one <laughs> you really got me speechless i really in my whole time we were watching these we were prepping i totally thought this was alex's pick just something in my brain could not connect that this was your pick this is so funny um adam sandler can't keep getting away with how he he writes and stars in these things where it's like Adam Sandler's got the hottest people wanted to be with him. Like, oh, he makes the most money and he's the coolest, funniest guy. guy. And it's just like, he's kind of inspiring for that reason. It's great. Uh, What a a glow up he gives himself. He doesn't even give himself a glow up. It's not like he goes through any kind of makeover. He looks like a schlep. He wears basketball shorts and he just (laughs) makes silly sounds. Like, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but he makes millions doing it. It blows my mind. Okay, Matthew, be honest with me. I know you have an issue with how I don't dress formally well. Uh But if I made enough money like Adam Sandler makes, would you would you be okay with that? Or would you be pissed at me fundamentally where now I for sure have the money and I still choose to not dress well? Yeah, I would. What matters more to you? What matters more to you that I make so much fucking cash Oh shit! You're you're really getting to the heart of um, <laughs> yeah. What matters to me is it yeah. is it the 
who if I had to pick one, it's either the two you reasons. Ganache. Yeah, those are you the guys two. Know my, you know my favorite thing about this conversation? Yeah. It's completely irrelevant to the choice that we have to make. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Well, sorry. <laughs> sorry Audience, sorry. you'll never know. You'll never um, know. You'll never know. No, I mean, I do want to know. Not can't not anymore. Uh, what do That's you think the movie bonus. though, Jake? Oh yeah, it it's a movie. It's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> it does have a vacation in it. I it could be yeah. fun. <laughs> it could it could be fun. I, I tend to enjoy Adam Sandler things, even if they're bad. Like I enjoyed Grown Ups too. What, what do you want me to say? Bedtime stories, anybody? Uh, it's just a very average romp, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it's not necessarily the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. I had a good time watching it. Um, nice. I actually don't think I'd ever seen it before. Um, oh, nice. I really, think... really exposing you to the good stuff. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really got to broaden my horizons. Here it's with hard this being one. film bros, you know? It's hard being yeah. auteurs <laughs> of, of film theory. Only so um, many of us can watch enlightened cinema, you know, mm-hmm. Barry Lyndon, just go with it. <laughs> if I got a chance to go to the Criterion Closet, I would choose just go with it, <laughs> just go with it, and maybe Ghost Rider, you know, I would double down. Um, okay, go ahead, Alex, sorry. I thought Jennifer Aniston was good in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's great. Yeah, I mean, this location. one, it could entirely be he and his friends wanted to go to Hawaii, so let's film a movie in Hawaii. Yeah, and they do that multiple times. Fifty first dates. Yeah, they 51st do it dates, a lot. I do enjoy quite a bit. I like it a lot win- too. And, and anyway, um, yeah. So it seems we've we've got lots of love for just go with it. We think it's <laughs> funny and good. <laughs> do, do you think it's funny, Matthew? Do you are you on record? Um, Alex, you want to go? <laughs> Jake, you want to go ahead and introduce Total Recall? You really got me fucked up today. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would love to. Matthew actually crawled into my brain and we talked so much on our last bracket about Paul Verhoeven. And, you know, I just had to bring my favorite one into the mix. Total Recall is in 1990 by directed by Paul Verhoeven. And it's about Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Douglas Quaid. He's bored of his life as a beefed out construction worker in the year 2084 <laughs> who dreams of visit- visiting the you know Mars colony that they made. Uh, there's this company Recall uh, that puts false memories into people's brains uh, to experience a like, vacation or, or a travel or something there uh, as so as so you don't have to go. But Oh, plot twist. Uh, Quaid discovers that his entire life is actually a false memory and people implanted a false memory in his false memory. And now they want him dead because apparently he did this before and all these other things. And he's a secret agent. It's crazy. Basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a double, triple, quadruple secret agent who takes a vacation to Mars and shit goes crazy. Uh, And we're left to decide what's real and what's not. Uh, It's pretty fun. I love this movie growing up. This is a very uh, dad core movie to me. My brother and I loved it. We would repeat silly things like just two weeks over and over again. That scene where that lady, <laughs> that literally anytime the, the <clears throat> amount of time two weeks pops up, I'll just be like two weeks. It's so good. Uh, I love it. The facial expression of Arnold Schwarzenegger whenever he can't breathe on Mars and I, 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 with his eyes, it is 
so inspired. I think the effects are so fun. It's such a fun action movie. Like this for me is like epitome of like sci-fi action goofiness. Um, and then when I thought of vacation movies, I'm like, yeah, his whole time he wants to go on this vacation to Mars. And I thought that was sick as hell. Uh, so yeah, I wanted a little flavor, wanted a little flair. And I would love to know what Alex thinks of this movie. Um, I love this movie. I'd seen it before and I was happy to watch it again. Um, similar to you, Jake, I watched it as a kid with my dad and my brother. Yeah. It's a very dad core movie. Right. Um, very dad coded. Um, I had a great time with it. So here's where I'm torn because the conceit of the movie is he's like, I want to experience a vacation to Mars. So he goes to recall, but then it's, and we're going to get into it. We got it. But yeah. The question is, is this a vacation? Like, is the movie a vacation movie? And I don't know. I, mm. I really don't know. I think mm. inspired pick, but I don't know if I think the movie's a vacation movie, but I loved watching it. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what Matthew thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, another Paul Verhoeven fucking sick movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, the man just cannot be stopped. His paraxis continues. <laughs> um, he says the corporatocracy must die. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we will do it by exploding their heads on the surface of Mars. So good. <laughs> um, and that's sick. That's great. Um, yeah, this movie's a uh, super dad core. Um, saw it as a kid. Um, I've seen it since. I like it a lot. I think it's so fun. Um, yeah, it, it is. It, it's got to be up there as far as the the Paul Verhoeven. Oh, yeah. Go. Yeah, this is, um, it's my favorite. I also think forever. that Arnold is just really fun in it, as he frequently yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a good movie. Yeah. So here's my question. Which of these movies is more dad coded? Do we think it's Total Recall or do we think it's just go with it? Because I could see an argument for both. There's be- definitely and I an also argument think, for both. I also think a movie being dad coded is kind of vacation coded, too. Oh, 100%. You can picture, I can picture dads, you know that thing dads do where a movie will be playing on a TV and you'll be watching it and he'll just like stand and watch it like right near the TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can picture both these movies being that, you know, yeah, like, you know what I'm talking like about? The, the dad is doing something else and mm-hmm. that like doing something in the living room and then notices it's on TV and then just stops, like finishes what they're doing. Maybe they're like organizing something or putting something together on the floor and then they just like sit there and look up at the tv yeah and for like way like an awkward amount of time you know just an awkward just like a little bit too long yeah i I mean yeah go for it matthew i was gonna say i can also very vividly imagine um a father on a vacation you know a little bit stressed to make sure that he's making the best of it with his family that they're getting like all the things out of it they need to is like 8 p.m. It was hot outside today, and he's just kind of crashed on the couch a little bit. He he says we're gonna well, he's gonna watch Total Recall. He says he can watch this. Just go with it. He's like, oh yeah, that's I you know I like that movie. And then he's asleep 25 minutes in. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's my dad for sure. <laughs> that's really good. I can I can just really I, I see it so well. Um, <laughs> and I think that helps with in a weird way. Maybe these are not just vacation movies in terms of plot, but vacation movies because dads be watching them on vacation. Wow, okay. I do think 
we need to do a dad movie bracket. Yeah. So <laughs> that arbitrary. That's a silly so one. So fun. That's a silly one. It's a I good like concept. That. Audience, <clears throat> if you want us to do a dad movie bracket, tweet at us. Uh, that familial piece aside, cracking the codes here. Yeah. We got to dig deeper boop. into what Alex brought up. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do... I do. I did struggle with that um, a little bit when I first thought of it. Cause I was like, Oh, cheeky. But honestly, I feel like this movie, especially one, Hey, secret agents need vacations too. You know, you, depending on what's real or what's not, even if you have to work, you ever had to work on a vacation. That's real too. You know? Uh, and I think the idea of just like someone who's tired of their life, who, no, no matter what, even if it's the fake life, like Douglas Quaid versus all these stuff, even if, it's a fake life and he just needs a break a vacation and the fantasy sometimes fantasizing about a vacation to me is also part of like the joy and fun. And I think that's what this captures. Uh, obviously there's a lot more to it. It's Paul Verhoeven. You, you know what it is, but um, something about the idea of like living your monotonous, whatever life and fantasizing about a vacation, but also like over fantasizing to where it's like fucking ludicrous like this. I think it counts. I think it's a good depiction of like the desire of what it means to really want to take a break and our brains can't fathom taking a break and we have to work through it and do all these crazy things wishing we are someone that we're not. So I I think it's a fun pick for a vacation, which also multi-layered again, the man cannot be stopped. His paraxis is never ending. What does capitalism want to more than anything but to dry every drop or to squeeze every drop of value out of you even on your vacations oh so we started talking about adam sandler yeah (laughs) um i think like getting into comparing them just go with it very clearly a vacation right Mm -hmm, although mm -hmm. although he goes to hawaii he's technically working in hawaii true not being a plastic surgeon but lying he's a professional liar is that his job i don't know but is it a vacation he does it consistently in his life he's practiced at it is he taking a vacation going to hawaii i don't know he's working his angle Mm -hmm. yeah we don't always get paid in money sometimes we get paid in pop tarts Mm mm-hmm I mm-hmm. almost exclusively get paid in money. That's no my one ever pays though. me in gum. No wonder, Manager Matthew. No wonder. <laughs> um, but it, comparing these movies, um, <laughs> a little bit more directly. <laughs> good giggle. Um, good giggle. <laughs> I just started thinking, and I was like, "I'm talking about Total Recall, and just go with it." <laughs> um, destinations, I think play a large role obviously i like that I um like that. both like literally but also in the sense of like there is this like layer of desirability um and i think is also frequently associated with this idea of vacationing somewhere like dennis quaid dreams of or really desires to get out of the normal and go to mars just like and just go with it the kid is like i really want to go to hawaii and swim with the dolphins like it's this idealized thing that when like clashing with reality um <laughs> Dennis Quaid has to shoot a lot of people and the kid doesn't know how to swim Matt I hate to interrupt you you keep saying Dennis Quaid Dennis Quaid is the actor Douglas Quaid is the character in total oh recall. shit yeah thank you sorry I got <laughs> thrown off <laughs> because of Dennis Dugan 
Yeah, um, so I'm thinking, I got I got Dennis on the mind. Dennis on the um, brain. Sharon Stone. Thank you, also Douglas there. Quaid, um, aka Hauser, in his evil corporatocracy mode. Yeah, which also insane to be like, dude, my 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 best CEO friend. I will have my brain zapped so I can infiltrate <laughs> the um, resistance uh, to our corporate greed more effectively. So we can I would kill do that them. for you. I would do that. What a for wild! You. What a wild plot. So sweet. What, can you yeah. imagine owning a owning a planet and being like, "Hey, this is how I'm gonna root the resistance." I mean, that's like, literally Matthew coded to hell. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Matthew coded to hell. <clears throat> like, if he owned you a planet, if Adam like, Sandler yeah. had remade Total Recall every day Dude, of my life. Honestly, I feel like I think that would have been ever really seen fun. uncut gems. Yeah, I haven't actually. Yeah, 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 I think I think those vibes they could permeate. Wow. Though the him shooting a lot of people in the headpiece might be hard. Yeah, it might be hard. In which one? Hmm? Hmm? In the in in Sandler recall. Sandler total recall. I feel like I feel like he'd do total Sandler. Look, seeing him in Jack and Jill is basically what inspired the Total Recall two week scene. So it's like you know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say the remake. Yeah. You're a remake. Yeah, where where's Jack and Jill too, cowards? Why are we okay? <laughs> refocusing this conversation as we're approaching time rapidly. Um, I just think that like there is okay, there is something I want to give. Just go with it. Credit not really for the movie itself, but for the hey. fact that we have. <laughs> sorry, but for the fact that we have an Adam Sandler movie in here where he just wants to get drunk with his friends and so he films a movie. There's a vacation in and of itself like about that. You wow, know what I it's mean? It's kind of double vacation. It's like there's there's something really funny about that and really special. If the movie was better, maybe I would be <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey. Okay, look. We we he yes, vacation coded in a lot of ways. Dad vacation, Sandler vacation, movie vacation. We just keep saying vacation cuz it's it's in its DNA. Um there's also Mind Palace vacation. Me sitting on the couch watching this movie chasing cars by Snow Patrol with a funky kind of remix on it. Wow. Place. Yeah. During the emotional climax of the film, wait, it's it's mm-hmm. not just chasing cars though. It's a chasing cars remix, remix. Yeah. with another song. What was the other song? I remember thinking about how wild of a remix it was. I, could not I can't tell remember you. off the top of my head. It was it's a but it's one of those like super famous. Um, yeah, like, no, it's a huge ninety song. songs. Yeah. Oh, uh, every move you make, right? Yes, Isn't thank it? you. Yeah, that sounds right. So I went into my mind. I'll be watching palace. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank in you, your thank mind you. palace. You know, so personal vacation or every breath you take is what it's called. Also, just like how absurd a concept this plan is. Like, we'll talk about it a little bit in a goofy movie, but this is similarly like psycho brain pilled. This whole movie could have been <laughs> solved oh, if, when she's like talking about her kids on the phone. If he was just like. Oh, yeah, they're from a previous marriage. Like, done. No vacation needed. Yeah. No fake kids. Like, movie, done. He marries the other one. Like, there are a million ways the entire plot could have been avoided if you just were a normal human being. Or a mm-hmm. better liar. Let's face it. A better liar. a better liar. A better liar. horrible yeah. at improv. 
<laughs> that's, that's my main takeaway too when i was watching adam sandler's just go with honestly it. it really takes away from the believability of it of like oh yeah okay it's hard to it's hard enough to believe that adam sandler is like this womanizer who like has tons of sex and does all this stuff but when the movie's like oh yeah he has lots of sex because he's a liar and then it immediately shows him lying to this other woman and he's awful at it like sure i believe this movie yeah so there's a lot of unbelievability yeah meanwhile total recall fully believable i fully believe arnold schwarzenegger didn't know where he was or who he was at the time (laughs) planning the the um again i guess also from the ceo similarly psycho brain plan like yeah we talked about it a little bit already plot. it's kind of based though his is more based <laughs> than the other plan you know what i mean like yeah he at no, least you're right. is like his hand hasn't been forced he's just like dude i've got this genius fucking idea whereas adam sandler's like oh god oh no oh god what do i do he's like game's been rigged from the start i knew this would work as he has a trail of 15 dead men in the lobby of his the hotel or whatever it's like yeah fuck dude yeah yeah it's so good i love this i total recall so good it's we haven't even <laughs> scratched the surface about we, like we its absurdity it, and it's look, a paul verhoeven movie dude that's adapted from another famous science fiction i know author. It, it is adapted i i totally uh didn't know so that going in when Dick. i was doing yeah yep oh philip yeah. k dick <laughs> yeah well, I, I think anyway, we, have to vote. We, we, we are we are at time, though, and we, we do need to vote. Yeah, we should vote. I feel pretty good about this one. I'm voting for Total Recall. Uh, I think there's more to talk about. I really think more and more like I'm really, really proud of this as a vacation movie pick. And I really want to get into the absurdity of that more. Um, so I'm voting for Total Recall here. Alex. Wow. <sighs> I'm really torn, guys. I think I think I have to vote for just go with it. Yeah, I have to vote for just go with it, because at the end of the day, I just don't see Total Recall as a vacation movie. I think like, yeah, it talks about vacation, but I don't think it's a vacation movie. Now, would I rather sit down and watch Total Recall or just (laughs) go with it? Who knows what the answer to that question might be? But I think I think I have to vote for just go with it. Hmm. Man, I have the opportunity to do the funniest thing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stress that permeates through my whole body. Yeah. Um. Uh, b- breaking away from the mind palace vacation. <laughs> okay, actually, no, no, no. Rewind that statement. There are two mind palaces inside everyone. <laughs> sure. Yeah, one, one of them is a palace. <laughs> yeah, what one is a wolf inside? It plays chasing cars by Snow Patrol. <laughs> yeah, the other mind palace is Paul Verhoeven, <laughs> and it's filled with political paraxis. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but he's like laid up right now. He has one arm <laughs> up. He has one leg up. Like he looks like he's putting the moves on somebody. Yeah, like for sure, looks you know like he's flirting with. Where us. it's that man who's talking to that woman. And he has a beard in his hand in the pool, and he's just like talking to this person about something she clearly doesn't want. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, in one is Paul Verhoeven filled <laughs> with 
anti-fascism, anti-corporatocracy praxis. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, dude, he looks really cool over there. Um, <laughs> and you've got to choose which path you're going to tread, which which mind palace vacation am I going to go on for, for our next episode by forcing <laughs> yeah. my friends to deal with me talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I got to go total recall. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> The stress. I think I literally I'm, am sweating. I actually think I'm sweating. Look, um, I'm not unhappy about it, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, with that, Total Recall advances. It will face yeah. off against the winner of our next matchup here. Um, Alex, do you want to go ahead and introduce a Goofy movie? Fuck yeah. That's right. We're doing swears, because this is the Goofy movie, baby. <laughs> Google says, though Goofy always means well. Wow, this is a really long description of this movie. Uh, I'm not going to do it's it. It's really Google complicated. Says. It's really complex. Um, Max is Goofy's son, and he's an awkward teenager, and he likes a girl named Roxanne. Uh, he puts on a school prank to show Roxanne that he's cool and it gets her attention and he asks her out, but not before he gets in trouble with the principal. Um, Goofy's worried that, uh, his son is becoming a degenerate and takes him fishing and, uh, Max has to stand up Roxanne on his date. And so instead he lies and said, he's going to be a superstar on the TV. Um, and, Goofy takes his son on a fishing trip. Hijinks ensue. Max ends up on stage with Powerline in one of the greatest songs in movie history. Um, for real, I love the song at the end of this movie, right. and that's most of the reason why I picked it. Um, it, it this, <laughs> this movie has a vacation in it, but I picked it for Powerline song at the end of the movie. Um, Matt, what do you think of this movie? So Alex coded. We're, we're really um, nailing our, our picks here, guys. We're really nailing Viewers it. from way back in the ages, aka the <laughs> animal protagonist, may remember that I almost picked this movie for that bracket. Maybe I oh. should have. Oh. Um, it would have been good. It's a, I, I like this movie a lot. I think it holds up surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. um, in like a weird twofold kind of way as a child, um, this movie has left a irreversible mark on me. The first one is esoteric. <laughs> but but um, have you guys ever seen the damn bitch you really live like this uh, meme? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great meme. That's a great meme. Um, yeah, which had <laughs> pictures um, Max and Roxanne dressed That's like hype beasts, and um, so Max is saying, "Damn, bitch, you really live like this." To wow, one of those crazy. Home. I've yeah. seen this meme countless times, and I've never realized it was Max and Roxanne. That's hilarious. Yeah. It could um, be goofy. That would be fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in this, I don't know for no reason at all. Like this is just like, li- like lives in my brain. Like it just has a permanent place where like randomly, I don't like, and I don't, I mean, you guys tell me, I don't say this out loud. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it sometimes just to myself and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> wait, Col- hold on. You think, is it like in reference to something? Like you see something oh, and no. you think, damn bitch, you really live like this? Or you just think, like, you're at McDonald's in the drive-thru and you just think, damn bitch, you really live like this? Oh, the second one. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will go on record saying that I have heard it a couple times uh, before. Sometimes <laughs> it slips past the yeah. gate. I can't <laughs> keep it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's wild. That's the esoteric <laughs> way. Um, and then the other way is. Um, <laughs> I forgot you're still going. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like the fuck it pow- the power line con- I, I don't actually i think more the power line prank almost um it's just like in my brain and i'm like man i would do that i yeah. ju- okay so i think the power line prank is really good i just think the song at the end is so good i don't know if you totally remember right. matt i tried to get that song to be the intro music for our improv show what yeah i tried to get the power line song to be like the our improv group song that would have been sick dude i know um yeah collegiate improv that's really it's all about we <laughs> that's really um, good i'm sure there exists at least like six improv troops that have that song like it just that feels six is such a good guess holy shit i don't know yeah, why I that really right. like i think six was like such a on the there nail. was real thought put into that wow. anyway uh Jake, what did you think wow. of this one? I, who <laughs> even knows at this point? I'm thinking of that guess. That was really good. It was a great movie, man. This movie, nice. it has some of the best voice acting. Yeah. It's really it's good. Really good. It's really good. Uh, it's a heartbreaking Across little the movie. Spider-Verse who? Yeah. No, fuck that. <laughs> um, no, it's just like, it's... Who knew Goofy could go so hard? I guess only Kingdom Hearts fans knew. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just it's just a beautiful little movie. It's a really good, it's just a beautiful little movie. It's just good. I don't know what else you want from me. Damn. Bitch, you live no, like this? Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce the one I love? Yeah, man. Um, I pitched the one I love. It's uh, from 2014. This director is Charlie McDowell. Uh, it's about a couple, played by Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss, uh, whose marriage is crumbling. And they are told by their therapist, Ted Danson, of course, uh, to go to a weekend getaway vacation at a house recommended by him. Uh, and weird shit goes down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I pitched this movie because I kind of it lived in my brain for a while and I, I didn't know when to pitch it because uh, I, I really like showing people this movie because I think it's just a fun time. Uh, but no one I know has seen this movie. And so there's no again, when's the best time to force your friends to watch a movie? Uh, the tough cut when podcast, you record a podcast baby. with them. Yeah. And so I just I just honestly am just curious about what you guys think. I It's like I also. I really wanted to have fun with a um, with one of our brackets, you know, with the picks. I feel like I like I I've been playing it a little safe in my picks, and I really wanted to have fun fun picks. Uh, and so I wanted some unconventional weird things. So we can get away for a failing marriage counseling. I think is a fun little little pick. I'm uh, very curious what you guys think about it. Fun fact. This movie and Total Recall have the same score on Rotten Tomatoes, 82%. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, isn't that? I didn't know that going in. I wish I did. Would it have made you more likely to pick both of them? Yeah, Matthew, what do you think? Um, 
So I hadn't seen this movie before. <laughs> you haven't? Um, you have. No, I had not. Big win. And um Oh, this movie was great. Oh, I'm so um, glad you liked it. I had a really, really good time with it. Nice. Um the like I was already here for like the very initial premise of just like we got to go on vacation and fix our marriage. Yeah. Um, for like an intense personal drama. And very quickly <laughs> things get weird. Yeah. Um, and I am, you know, <laughs> if you, you haven't noticed already, I'm here for the weird. Um, literally my notes are, are just me very rapidly realizing that's not the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like yelling at the like, That's not the same guy. Yeah. Um, I, Low, I, I a little bit expected um, it to go like a, a slightly more thrillery tense route. And I'm actually kind of happy it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I like this movie a lot. I thought it was really good. Um, nice. Alex. I had a great time with this movie. This was oh, awesome. That makes me happy um, again. It it gave me similar vibes to Coherence. This um, is my. So, yeah, it's the so, my best double feature is coherence in this movie. I think it's like so, Jake. If you have more movies that are this vibe, send them my way because I have a I blast do. with them every time. I do. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I had a great time. Like the yeah, I think it it feels very real in the way that the characters react to the situation. Like I see both of their perspectives, and I see both of their downfalls in the situation. And then from there, I like that it kind of gives you this, you know, explanation moment that doesn't really answer that many questions, but it gives enough answers for you to be like, okay. Um, (laughs) I had a great time. I'm so glad you guys both on a base level enjoyed it. Uh, It was very, very fun because I knew this one was not the vibe of vacation. We're just having a blast. Uh, so I didn't want to bring the vibes down at all, but it, I still think it's a very fun movie. It's just in a different way. Yeah, it's very fun. Vacation vibes are very different, and that's kind of where I'm at. Is like, I guess it's a vacation movie, but I don't know that it feels like one. It, so you know? th- that's the thing I think is tough for me is it doesn't feel like a vacation I want to be on, mm-hmm. but it's like. The the vibes it give off, gives off is like I can see ending up on a vacation that feels like that. The just like I don't know, kind of like suffocating interpersonal drama angle. Um, I I I it's yeah. it is palpable. I mean, part of the reason why I wanted to do these picks is just like vacations aren't perfect. Honestly, like growing up, like I didn't have just all rip roared fun vacations. Some of them, obviously, they didn't end up like this specific uh, scenario. <laughs> it was more like us. But um, yeah, and I just I just I like this movie because it feels more like I wanted to just I wanted to dip the toe in the different kinds of vacations. I know we want the whole wet rip Warren vacation. Um, and trust me, I know that a goofy movie is definitely exemplifies that, uh, way more in spades, but something about this just feels like a juicier, like, oh, we on a vacation? What if shit goes like wrong? Um, cause you know, I really wanted to put like a horror movie, uh, in here as well. Um, but I just, I was like, maybe I'll just do some weird sci-fi shenanigans instead. Um, 
Because uh, during my honorable mentions, like the, I definitely have some picks as like you know vacation gone wrong uh, horror movies because that's a staple too. But something about this just interested me. I don't know. I really like it. Yeah, w- which I think is a valid piece of the conversation. Like a goofy movie feels so much more archetypical. It not as like the film itself, but in terms of like the vacation vibes it gives. But there is there does exist this strand of like things don't go how you want them to go, which I I, I don't want to say that in a way that like undersells what a goofy movie is doing, especially mm-hmm. being set with a vacation. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I do think that there's like this important bonding aspect that comes with the like pseudo isolation of going on like a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really important to what a goofy movie is trying to do. Um, so I just think that's like important. It, to call it's out. a cool comparison. Like the, the one of the main notes that I wrote down it, when trying to compare these movies is like both these vacations are sent around fixing a relationship. I mean, that white water rafting scene where, you know, he's just like, I want you to move on in life. But, you know, or what was it like? I'm not your little boy anymore. I've grown up. I've got my own life now. And he's like, I just wanted to be a part of it. Uh, that's heartbreaking that's beautiful and then the what i love i mean it just gets weird sci-fi craziness but these idealized versions of ourselves that we think we are on vacation because when you go on vacation you're like i have no worries no responsibilities no everything i'm the best version of myself because i get to rest and drink and relax um they're looking at their perfect quote-unquote versions of themselves in this other house uh, and seeing it might not be the whole thing it's a mirror it's a facade of being like oh if i go on vacation it'll fix everything so I think they they both are trying to fix relationships, but they both reach different conclusions on what that means. Where in a goofy movie, of course, like it does work in a way, the whole vacation fixing relationship. But in the one I love, it's more complicated where it's like, th- th- this is not how you fix a relationship. <clears throat> if that well, makes sense. I, I, so, I, so here's my thing about, or the one I love. What's Ted Danson's plan? Like, what's he going for? It's kind of like a good place <laughs> scenario. You know, I really view him Yo. as like a little devil. Like, I literally watching this, I was like, oh my God, this is how he got cast to the good place. He was just, you know, like this, like kind of being that exists above it all. And he just is here to cause a little mayhem every now and then. Just a little mayhem. I love it. That's a good Crazy. point. Because he just like. <laughs> disappears his office and is like yeah, I'm out like, dude I'm setting yeah, up a new practice what does he gain from this situation I think he's like, like a really devil drives me crazy. I really think he's a little devil I'll be real so like, when they're I, stuck on the property they actually go to hell yeah I think it's Christian like a purgatory hell. thing <laughs> <laughs> Christian <laughs> hell which is just Shabbat I don't know anyway um, yeah, that's a good point, though, Alex. Yeah. I don't know what Ted Danson's plan is, but it's also like right? I, I get a bunch the, of money and go on vacation. He just wants Boom. to send people on vacation. He yeah. just wants to sell out his Airbnb. <laughs> he, he's a <laughs> landlord, first and foremost, and that's why he's the villain. He's like, dude, I've got a <laughs> this woman I'm lying to is making me take <laughs> take her kid to Hawaii, and I've got to <laughs> spend 20k a night, dude. I need wow, so much this, more cash. Was this a Paul Verhoeven movie? It could the be Evil of Landlords. <laughs> uh, Paul Verhoeven's version of this likely involves significantly more people being shot in the head. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I think Ted Danson's if character. Made, if Paul Verhoeven made this movie, I feel like the, the I people would at the go house hard. would be shot in the head, and then they'd go kill Ted Danson. There'd be more, like, ads I in the background, that. you know, just capitalist suggestive stuff, you know? Um, But digging into I, the comment you made earlier, Jake, about yeah. the conclusions these movies come to about fixing a relationship, I think the thing that's really interesting, at least in how I my take on the one I love is I think there's some implication that this kind of worked. True. Yeah, that, that is true. That is definitely a reading you can make, which is why I think it's very interesting. Like it's well, it's, I guess rewinding a little bit to mm-hmm. clarify this conversation for the audience. If you didn't watch along with us, mm. um, the ending is left somewhat ambiguous as to which set of Ethan and Sophie or which Ethan, which Sophie um, got out. And there's a line earlier where Ethan, where Sophie makes Ethan, uh, the other Sophie makes Ethan breakfast, makes him bacon and eggs. And he's like, well, you hate when I eat bacon. She's like, no, I don't. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the end, as they are waking up from a flirtatious slumber, um, Sophie's like, oh, do you want breakfast? Like, I'll make you breakfast, bacon and eggs. And there's this moment where Ethan pauses of like, which Sophie is it? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the movie leaves it somewhat ambiguous. And... That's sort of the frame of confusion here. This movie's the thing moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that there are some implications or suggested answers to that. But I just wanted to frame this conversation for the audience a little bit. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You should also watch the movie audience if you haven't already. It's fucking bonkers. Um, But yeah, it's a good time. It's a good that's a good contextualization. But continue with your thought. So uh, I, I guess my point is there's the comment from the other Sophie, I think that only two people will get to leave. And that like, because the bond in your relationship is, is weakening. Um, it, it's kind of opening things up for the other Ethan, um, to get out. Like they don't, they're not just stuck in the guest house. And there comes this moment at the end where, um, like one Sophie is downcast about other Ethan and the other Sophie is just lock eyed on Ethan original Ethan and those are the two that leave together and that's kind of like the you know ambiguity there I think in my head based on sort of those factors that it's the original Sophie that leaves and the sign in some way that their relationship is healing or they're moving towards a better place not just the fact that the house lets them escape but also this suggestion of I'll make breakfast bacon and eggs Something I historically, you yeah, know, like, like coming giving, to a compromising like like an place. Olive branch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I absolutely. Um, it's it's hard. So it's hard because, like, you know, other Sophie, Sophie's double. Like, she's she was smart. She was so clever. It feels like almost impossible to think that she didn't find a way to get out. You know, like it's. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I got the exact opposite interpretation mm-hmm. of like for me at the end. I got the sense that other Sophie was the one who was looking at him and the real Sophie is the one who was still obsessed with other Ethan when she, when he got stuck and then the bacon and eggs was like, Oh no, it's yeah. So my, my reading was that real Sophie fell really hard for like the fake Mm -hmm. Ethan, uh, obviously. And I think when fake Ethan got knocked out by the force field or whatever, uh, the other Sophie not really loving uh, the other Ethan, but like trying to play the game of it all was like, this is how I win, basically, and double down on that. And that's why with the whole bacon and eggs thing, it's like it's something small like that. Like she just wanted to escape. 
be a double Sophie, but it was more like a, I have to play the game in order to escape. And that's why I kind of view it as like a, it's complicated to say if like the relationship thing, like if it worked, because it's more like, oh, this person's just lying to escape, like for now, like it's like doing these little things to please your partner for now that really don't mean anything. Uh, but you could view it as it's the little things that save your relationship and that you like. Yeah. Gotta, my so take was yeah. the other Sophie never fell out of love with other Ethan. Like she yeah. was so thoroughly and completely obsessed that I mean, she even makes the concept that like I would prefer to be stuck like stuck here with him mm-hmm. than I would to see him go with her. You yeah. Know? That's mm. fair. Um, mm. Which again, the movie leaves it somewhat open to interpretation, but that's just my take. Um, Which is why sort of like the idea of like what conclusion the film is coming to, I think, is ultimately a little bit more optimistic about how you repair a relationship. Sure, it takes a lot of work, but it starts with like reaching across the aisle, so to speak. What do you guys think of the moment in the Goofy movie Mm -hmm. where other Max sleeps with the Bigfoot and that's how they escape the campsite? I think that's what drives Goofy to sleep with her and be like, damn, bitch, you live like this. I think, <laughs> I think for real, for real. he realizes yeah, when he yeah. goes to her apartment or it's like, oh, I'm in way too deep. I can't, like she's kind of nasty, you know, can, can yeah. we talk a little bit about how Max hates the rural poor? <laughs> yes, please. I've been waiting. Yeah. Um, I'd love to he is a little raccoonville. Yeah, he's a little stinker, dude. Or Lester's sh- Possum Park. Yeah. He's a sheltered little bitch, honestly. He needs to grow. He it, he grew up in the suburbs and it shows. It shows like so <laughs> much. So much. He's a big he time. He needed a kid. vacation. He needed one of those like life or death, like, get out of here. The world's waiting. And you know what's so, interesting? He doesn't change that. Like he's still yeah. that. He's still that <laughs> movie. Hundred percent. Still suburb boy. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. So did the vacation? Did its purpose work? You know. I mean, it fixed a relationship. When I think it it's still up for debate whether the other one did. It did. But do va- are vacations made to fix a relationship? Are vacations? I mean, that's more what all these movies say, right? Is like, hey, you go on vacation so you can fix your relationship and then see what happens. Although, hey, which forgetting Sarah Marshall didn't say that. True. That's true. Which it was impressive to do. I true. guess uh, let's take Goofy movie three years later. Um, it, let's ignore the existence of an extremely Goofy movie because I, I can't remember say. the plot of it. <laughs> do we think that Goofy and Max are in a better spot? Three years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Okay. I think, I think Max they is go less through insecure. different problems. I think they go through different problems. I, I wouldn't say they're perfectly patched, but it was really good for them to have this moment. But I feel like I feel like tension's gonna think, grow in another way. Like I, I don't I think it's the type of vacation that their relationship they will continue to talk about that road trip for mm-hmm. probably, you know, the the rest probably of the Probably too long. Probably they'll they'll refer to it always, but something needs to change. They can't just keep referring to this one road trip. You That's know? true. The the old hot tub time machine defense. Exactly. Exactly. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty of vacation. It, it really it all comes together. Like you start to build a vacation movie ethos when you're this <laughs> deep in the vacation lore. Yeah. And you just start to like understand vacations better. Like we're we're just 
just our brains are wired that's why we don't go on any at the tough cut that's we're too scared of what it will do to our lore and to our understanding of each other you know i mean when when we get to the point where we're taking a group vacation to to fix our relationship to fix the tough cut um you know something's wrong audience you know that the tough cut that comes back not going to be the tough cut that left it's going to be do you guys think your other version would like get out do you think they'd win Obviously, I mean, it not viewing it like that. Yeah, but like, yeah, just okay, like, like escaping. what's the question? Is it is it if the three of us went to that house and the other versions of yeah. us, yeah. like showed Dude, up? Like, do you think you'd fall in love with the other? <laughs> Whoa, y'all would just be sucking each other off. Like, <laughs> guys, I'll be like, it'd be a damn, horny trip, and it wouldn't even today. be in the guest house. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all just we wouldn't even go there. over there. Yeah. <laughs> But they're also there Wait, and they're having happens? a great time. What happens if the couple goes to the house and then neither of them go to the guest house the whole time? Ted Danson I think, is furious. I was going to say, I think Ted Danson <laughs> like throws a, a rock through the guest house window. So they're like curious to like check it and yeah. be like, oh no. But then they know? go together. Like then they go in together. Hmm. Good point. What if Ted Danson point? Honestly, I think what if. I don't know. I guess how active a role is Ted Danson playing, you know? I think because he does just disappear. It's really great. He's gone. He's just just gone. gone. He goes back to Christian hell. I would would like to believe it's probably just like, I don't know, a Cardi B concert. Like, I don't know what Christian hell is, but I'm trying to figure it out. Um, (laughs) I feel like. I feel like he had to be pulling strings, you know, along the way or like, you know, edging people on kind of like Manite Shyamalan's character in old. If you guys have mm. seen that, you just know, orchestrating it. Yeah, just kind of like gently observing. And if he needs to step in, he steps in a, a la cabin in the woods. Yeah, you know, almost in this bracket, almost in the bracket for sure. Almost you got to just go with it instead. You <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Sure um, the so we're we're coming up on time pretty shortly here but yeah something i mentioned i wanted to talk about um <laughs> and we've we've touched on a little bit when we we're talking about just go with it and total recall we talked about just the absolute psycho brain um the moment and i feel like max and his lying creates the most middle school like psychopath brain lie it's like the my uncle works at nintendo but this one has actual consequences <laughs> you know yeah. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. For it's sure. great it's so absurd <laughs> but hey it pans out doesn't it it does i mean honestly it does but it turns out the girl liked him the whole time True. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. didn't have to lie at all. I think what what this movie surprisingly does really well is the pacing of it. Of like, at first the stakes are just like, oh man, Roxanne's gonna know I lied. It's gonna be a whole thing. And then his like friend PJ shows up and he's like, dude, I can't believe you're gonna be in the Powerline concert. And it's like everyone knows the he's way like, that the oh, movie no. like paces that and like somehow finds a plot point to explain it while at the same time including a plot point to push goofy to like like really strain their relationship it's like surprisingly thoughtful and well done the oh way the movie had movie, no business being as thoughtful and surprising. it's like yeah. surprisingly it's, good it's kind, again it's kind of um, wild to me that this isn't like a more fondly remember like people like this movie 
and remember it pretty well, mm-hmm. I guess. But like, I feel like it's not as fondly remembered as it deserves. It came out at a weird time. It was when Disney was doing like, I don't think this was during like a really golden age for for Disney movies, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like before the the Renaissance, I can't quite. Yeah. Like what's interesting about like the Goofy movie is I feel like this movie is in a weird little flux zone where like no one cared about Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy. No one cared about any of those characters because everyone was about princesses. And so it's like. Why did the Goofy movie come out? Like, what what made this happen? But at the end of the day, I think it's really good. I'm glad that it did. I'm glad it um, did. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I I do I do enjoy both these movies. Um, I like and I think they both have interesting interesting things to say about vacations. Um, especially with the whole like building relationships and what does it mean to go on a vacation and try to fix your relationship. Um, yeah. I like that. Like, Shockingly I like it a lot. thoughtful conversation comparing a goofy movie and the one I love. <laughs> it, it's a good matchup. Do, they're, they're both very good movies. And yeah. alas, if we weren't running up to time, we could talk about what if Max and Roxanne went to the house from the one I love. Damn, but, bitch, you <laughs> live like this. <laughs> uh, well, with that said, I do think I'm ready to vote. Okay, good, because like, I'm we, not. Well, we have to. I think I'm voting for a Goofy movie. There's some, I think a Goofy movie hits more of the vacation talking points that I want to see. You've got nostalgia vacation from Goofy. Goofy. You've got like family bonding. You've got like not wanting to go on vacation. You've got road trip. You've got fishing. I feel like it hits a lot of points on like a summer vacation. Um, and I think that's why my vote's going that way. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, think about it. it's hard. I, I love a goofy movie. I think if it went up against a lot of others in this bracket, I would definitely lean towards it. Um, <laughs> which ones? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I honestly just think it's a strong entry. There's something about the kind of not even the complexity of it, just the difference of of a vacation movie that I think is is important. Um, and I think. I think it has a very fun way to talk about like vacation, not necessarily as the standard of like what to do, but also what we do do as people like go on vacation, have these expectations and what expectations can do to a relationship and to a vacation. So I think I'll vote for the one I love um, just to put Matthew in a little bit of a tizzy. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) Um, I have the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. (laughs) Uh, Reuse a joke. (laughs) Um, This is absurdly tough for me. Um, I really like both of these films. Um, hey, audience. Ooh, ooh, real ooh. Yeah, yeah, real talk. Yeah, we got yeah. a little sultry, Matthew. Yeah, what you got for us? Yeah, what you doing? I've got a vote, and that's ooh unfortunate. Mm. I like both <laughs> these movies a lot, but <laughs> I, I, I think that. A goofy movie has altered more of my brain chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, 
bitch. You live um, like this. I, I, I think I am going to vote for a goofy movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think there is so much good about the one I love. I think it's a spectacular film. I think everyone should watch good movie. it. Please. Yeah, it's a good movie. And we should have a bracket that is like, I don't know, those like sci-fi adjacent films. We can watch Primer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Coherence. Yeah. Look, I have a bunch of films like that. I just love the genre of like a smaller scale sci-fi, you know. It's I love, so I love that good. Shit. But what it what it comes yeah. down to is I think that a goofy movie is more about the vacation where like the one I love I think is less directly attached to this idea of vacation. Like I think you can sure. I don't know. There, there's something in my head that you could like paint that picture in 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 other paint that canvas in other ways to to achieve much the same thing, which I guess is true about like family dramas in general. So maybe the same is true for a goofy movie. But like I don't know, Powerline and driving across the country. I, it just feels no. That's a hundred percent. That makes a lot of. I mean, it makes sense. Like, again, I thought going into this, I was going to vote for a goofy movie for similar reasons. I love the one I love as a pick and as a movie. And I think we found way more nuance about vacation stuff with it. But I, I think it's a good pick. I really do. So goofy, a goofy movie will face off against Total Recall. Wild. Um, nice. and, but <laughs> before that, um, we will have Itu Mama Tambien versus Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which will be also wild. Horny movies. We're going to have they a finale on. that's some combination of these films. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, that's so good. Crazy. That's um, really good. Which I look forward to. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on social media at Tough Cut Pod. Um, we'll be asking for honorable mentions for the vacation bracket soon enough. So you'll be you'll mm-hmm. want to follow us so that you can send your honorable mentions to us. And maybe we'll talk yeah. about it. I'm sure you've seen a movie that has a vacation in it. We missed a bunch of them. Or a vacation that you, or you're on vacation right now and watching a movie. Let us know what it is. Um, if you liked what you heard, make sure to uh, rate and review the show on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, we've got enough reviews on Spotify now that it shows the number of them. And we need that number to Whoa. get bigger so people think we have clout. That's cool. Um, That's crazy. Wow. Clout. Review us on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. And other than that, if you enjoy listening to the show, who, they, who should they share this episode with? Someone that you think lives awful. <laughs> Someone you look at and you're like, damn, bitch, you live like this. Someone who just house is a mess. Life is a mess. But damn, do they look good? You I know? feel like I feel like we get fewer shares when we tell them to share it with someone where it's an insult if you share it with them. Hey, yeah, I don't, I don't go fuck. I'm saying they look good. That basically, damn bitch, you live like this is more of like a, I'm willing to risk it all despite Max all your flaws. Max was down so bad for Roxanne yeah. that like he's like, damn bitch, you really live like this, but he's like he's still crazy. He's still down. You know? He's still down. Yeah, he I got think his it's about... brain chemistry altered. <laughs> like he's you know eleven years old watching the Hex Girls. It's really just turned into uh, this is all. I about love Matthew. that Matt. This is all I, I just love, about him. I love that Matt just talks from so much personal experience. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. happened on this show. I used to be the intellectual one. <laughs> yeah, and then he pitched. You got you got tired go of it. being hurt. We're we're two goofy people. You got tired of being hurt. <laughs> you, you would bring up philosophy, and Alex and I would go. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, 
Thanks, listener. Thanks, <laughs> listener.